Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. Folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio, the only gun show in Southern California that cares about you, your Second Amendment rights, and your freedom of speech. Don't let the bullies push you around. Stand tall. This segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, another company that believes in your Second Amendment rights and teaches you everything you want to know about guns from entry level to full time. You know, heavy-duty sniper guys. They can deal with all of them because everybody that works there is super trained, really enjoys uh, teaching, and loves guns. Seven days a week, 10 to 10. Check them out. The Gun Range San Diego. The Gun Range San Diego. And do us a favor and tell them you appreciate them supporting our show, especially if you like our show. Michael Schwartz in the house. The one and only. The big dog from San Diego County Gun Owners. If you have not joined San Diego County gun owners for a measly $10 a month, there's something wrong. You don't care about your Second Amendment yeah, rights. You're not one of the cool kids. You're not one of the cool kids. And you can get shirts and hats and all kinds of stuff. And he don't cheese out on these Haynes shirts. He gets really cool stuff, too. So, And if you can stump his, his nephew at the end of the show, <laughs> you, might, you, get can, one you might get one. But we haven't gave, what, two? We've given two. Out of, what, 100-and-something shows? Yeah. 20, yeah, something like that. So, so what's up, brothers? Is you and I today, Lance? I think finally made it to the East Coast. Yep. Yeah, I think he's uh, making heading his back. Way. He's on the wagon train. Is he heading back? I think so. Should I'm not be. sure reason. Yeah. I, know. I asked him. I said, "Hey, did you get any?" Like, well, because he went and ate at the Tucker uh, Automobile, uh, like a restaurant thing. Hmm. So I said, "Hey, did you get there any car shirts there? I'll buy." And I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> so now I'm all depressed. Well, he missed a big thing on Friday. Yeah, tell us about that, we, man. It was. Wild! It was all over the news. They got a, got a lot of good coverage. Not just eight, or not just KUSI. Yeah, not just KUSI. Channel uh, eight, basically everybody: Fox, ABC, NBC. Um, now, CBS. what prompted that? What, what, what prompted it? What was the reason they covered you? It's, we, I, I, I believe. Well, first off, we reached out to them and said, "Look, this is what we're doing." And what uh, were you it's, doing? It's an initiative to stop rape and domestic violence and sexual assault in San Diego by helping women. Uh, get a firearm and protect themselves, protect themselves, get the training they need and get a CCW. But we actually have on the line. She calling. We have two people. Okay, good. Wendy is here to, to uh, uh, talk about uh, our, our new hashtag, not me SD uh, uh, initiative. I like that. Hi, Wendy. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Just living the dream. How about you? Fantastic. So for those who don't know Wendy. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Those who don't know Wendy, which are very few, everybody knows Wendy. Uh, Wendy is, uh, she works for San Diego County Gun Owners, and she is our Not Me SD uh, project coordinator. Mm -hmm. And she's been putting everything together. She was a speaker at the the, uh, press conference, and I asked her to come on and, and talk about it. So Wendy, tell everybody about Not Me SD. Yeah, what is that? 
Sure. So it's a program where women can apply to get help with all of the processes that involve that are involved in purchasing a gun, getting training, and applying for their CCW. So most women just have no idea where to start or where to go. So we will assign them an ambassador who will answer all of their questions, refer them to the appropriate people. Um, so we have, you know, a list of all of the gun shops in the county, a list of um, our uh, preferred trainers. Um, we have resources available to help them apply for their CCW. So it's a fantastic one-on-one program to help women take that step towards becoming a gun owner. And at the press conference, you were one of the speakers at the press conference. You did a fantastic job. I really appreciate you, Thank you. sharing your story and, and talking about the program. Who else, who are the other speakers at the, at the press conference Friday? Well, we had the beautiful Mrs. Laura Schwartz. She she did a fantastic job introducing the initiative and introducing all of our speakers. Um, We also had Jackie Atkinson, who gave us a fantastic message about how San Diego County gun owners isn't trying to speak for women, but they're trying to speak to women and, you know, trying to reach them and help them take the take a part of their journey um, if it involves firearms. And so, and, so, and, have, and Laura, yeah. so Laura's got a CCW holder, uh, gun enthusiast. Um, Jackie is a uh, veteran. Well, she's actually a current uh, military. Um, Reservist. Reservist, yep. Ran for uh, Congress a couple years ago. Um, uh, enthusiast. And then, of course, yourself, you are a, a certified instructor. Um, you know, NRA certified, and, and you're the chapter leader for well-armed women here in San Diego. Yeah. And, okay, and then and I just wanted to tell everybody who everybody else was. So who are the other who the other speaker? We also had Monica Fay, who's very involved in politics. She was our um, our Spanish speaker to help us reach out to um, folks who maybe don't speak English and um, only speak Spanish. Yep. And we also had a uh, fantastic speech from Jill Bartow, yeah. who is on the Cajon Valley School Board, and she shared her personal story about being raped when she was 14, and it just touched everyone. I think everybody had tears in their eyes, so yeah, that it, was, was a, it was a great I, moment. I thought us. she did really, really well. She's a school board uh, member out in Cajon Valley, like you said, and uh, that was the first time, she told me later, that was the first time she's ever spoken publicly about uh, what she's gone through, and wow. she... She couldn't. She really couldn't wait. She was really happy to hear about our, uh, about our initiative and came to the press conference. And uh, how do you think the press conference went, Wendy? Well, considering we've gotten over a hundred responses in just about two days, I think it went amazing. So over so are, w- within the first two days, we got over yeah. one hundred women uh, who wrote who went to Not Me SD or went to our website yeah. slash Not Me SD and. And uh, filled out a questionnaire and said, yep, I, I want to be a part of this program. Wow. Over 100 women in the yeah. first two days. Wow. that's am- Well, I think more people that find out about it will jump on it, don't you think, Wendy? Yes, I think we're we're going to continue going at the rate we're going, and we, we're definitely making sure everybody's going to get taken care of. We're, you know, setting up our ambassador program and starting to – assign people right away so we'll we'll get this going so tell folks what an ambassador is 
an ambassador is somebody to to help them guide through whichever one of the options that the applicant would like. So to either help them with the process of buying a gun, just answer questions. Most people don't know about things like our roster of handguns certified for sale or what is a 10-day wait period? What documents do I need in order to purchase a firearm? So they'll help answer questions like that. They'll figure out what kind of training that the, the applicant would like, um, whether it's a beginner course or a ladies course or I need something specific to concealed carrying do you want a female trainer, a male trainer, group setting, individual setting, all of those things? And then, of course, if they uh, would like to apply for a CCW, um, they will help them through the, through that process as well. So this whole this whole program was designed by women. Mostly, a lot of a lot of women had had a little little uh, you know something to do with it, but. Uh, Barb and Judy uh, out there really, really wrote the program, went through the, the verbiage and everything. Wendy is, uh, you know, took the baton and is sprinting with it. And she's really kind of uh, fleshing out the nuts and bolts of exactly what happens. But if you're a woman and you want to know more or actually take the steps of buying a firearm, uh, know more about training or actually take training and get, and or get your CCW uh, and, and write in, then you actually get paired up with an ambassador who's also a woman, and and there it's it's more than just a more than just a concierge. They actually you know hold your hand, stand side sure. by side with answer you, all the questions. Yep, and get you to the right people so that you can do whatever it is that you feel you you'd, you'd like to do. So, Wendy, um, I'm sure if there's any women's groups out there that would like you to come and speak, what would be the easiest way to get a hold of you? So you can contact us at our email address that we've created just for this program. It's not me SD at sdcgo.org. Um, that SDCGO is stands for San Diego County Gun Owners. Mm-hmm. So you can check out our website. You can um, apply to be a part of the program there. You can also email us if you'd like to be an ambassador. Um, it's you know it's a few hours per applicant. You just Basically, doing what you do for a friend, we, we're just trying to make sure everybody has sure. that friend that they need to, to start this process. Well, it seems to me like this could be something that could be not me, Orange County. Yep. It could be not me, San Diego or San Francisco. Yep. Is that kind of the goal? I would love to see that. I think everywhere there are women who just have no idea where to start. Right. You, know, you can see from the the overwhelming response that we've gotten so far that there are you know there are lots of low hanging fruit that you know people yeah. really want to do it. They just don't know how to start. So All right. I would love to see it in other cities. All right, cool. Well, Wendy, thank you very much. Thank you for everything you do, and yeah. good luck. Great job, Wendy. Awesome. Thank All right. you so much. No problem. We're going to take a quick break, folks, and we come back a whole lot more right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Folks, welcome back. You're listening to Guns Sports Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. I'm Dave, and that's Michael Schwartz in the house. Lance is out on a road trip. Hey, folks, have you been dragging your feet, making your AR rifle, California legal, and recognition of the new gun laws? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, 
poor grip and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof. Your AR from all the horrible California laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact by using Cali Key. Go to CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Also, do you or any of your family members have a taser, pepper spray, or a weapon in, and for personal protection? What would you do if you got pulled over? Well, who's going to pay the bail? Who's going to pay for all the lawyer expenses? Well, for $10 a month, actually less than $10 a month, you can hook up with Firearms Legal Protection. They will give you 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week legal representation. All you have to do is go to firearmslegal.com, throw 10 bucks at them, and you are good to go. That's $10 a month. Or you can call it 469-310-9100. And our next guest, John Dillon, could be one of the lawyers you're assigned to. That's why we have him on. Go to Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance LLP for the best law firm in Southern California, especially when it comes to guns. CAfirearmslaw.com, CAfirearmslaw.com, or you can call them at 760-431-9501, 760-431-9501. Talk to John Dillon, just like we're going to do right now. How you doing, bud? Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, not bad. What are you up to? Well, it's, uh, it's been a busy weekend, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, for those in the know, uh, there was a federal district court opinion that or order that came out on Friday that has sent shockwaves through the firearm industry, especially in California. Uh, I'm sure Mike knows all about this. Uh, I don't know, uh, Dave, if you've heard anything. Uh, nope, not me. Okay. So uh, what I'm talking about is the the judge's order in Duncan v. Becerra. Uh, this is uh, a lawsuit that was challenging, uh, you know, uh, what par- uh, essentially Prop 63 uh, what was that passed two years ago now? It expanded uh, some of the, pro- the prohibitions on what California terms high-capacity magazines uh, in California. So for years, uh, it's been unlawful to, to buy, sell, transfer, uh, uh, or, you know, just in general acquire high-capacity magazines uh, in California, and that has always been under Penal Code Three two three ten. Now, uh, Prop sixty three uh, in the original prohibition on high capacity magazines, they grandfathered in uh, high capacity magazines that were purchased legally, uh, and to where you know it stated that those were still lawful to own, possess, and, and shoot with. Now, with the passing of Prop sixty three, that prohibited the possession of those once grandfathered uh, magazines. So uh, what it did is it expanded uh, a portion of Penal Code 32310. And this law was challenged uh, in Duncan B. Becerra. Uh, and on Friday, uh, the judge of court, Judge Benitez, issued an order granting the plaintiffs, and I believe is uh, 
Mike, was NRA who's the, the lead plaintiff on that? Yeah, it was yeah. Well, CRPA, but yeah, yeah. through NRA. CRPA, yeah. yeah, exactly. CRPA through uh, NRA, and uh, you know, this is Michelle Associates, and I do have to put out there. Congratulations. Uh, the judge granted the plaintiff's motion for summary judgment, uh, and you know, essentially uh, ruled the law to be unconstitutional. So. I'll go over kind of a big summary of the order. First of all, this order is approximately 86 pages long. So it is an incredibly detailed, well thought out and well written order. Uh, This is not a, you know, just a quick two sentence order that, you know, changes the major law. It's a a high capacity order. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, it's great. The order starts off with individual liberty and freedom are not outmoded concepts. Uh, I think that was a great uh, first line of this thing. But in this 86-page order, uh, Judge Mita does an outstanding job in describing uh, the usefulness of high-capacity magazines in the the need for self-defense. And he quotes uh, individual instances in which people needed more than 10 rounds or more than, you know, five rounds in order to defend themselves. Uh, He also discusses the arbitrary, you know, number of 10 rounds being the limit. Uh, He he brings up the fact that, you know, the state argues that these magazines are uniquely dangerous and, and that they allow for, you know, people to shoot more rounds without reloading. Uh, but he makes the very good point that you could say that for nine-round magazines, for eight-round magazines, for seven-round magazines, for two-round magazines. You could always say that giving, allowing the person to have one more round will make it uniquely more dangerous, and it, it defeats you know the, the, any logic you might think there is to that argument, and uh, I agree with that. Uh, he details the fact that, you know, these are considered, you know, they fall under the definition of common arms, uh, you know, as cited in DCV Heller. Uh, these things are widely used uh, uh, across the country and were widely used in California until California decided to prohibit them. Uh, and so uh, there's not even an argument that these are long-standing prohibitions on firearms uh in California, the, the high capacity limits, and it's very yeah, unique to California. There, I think there are maybe not even a handful of other states that have anything similar. I mean, it's very unique to California, right? Are you surprised? Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, it's it's very unique. You know, the other places you'll see is uh, you know, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts maybe has them, uh, but of course, the very you know Democratic, very liberal, very anti-gun states are the are the only ones that have these. Uh, most people don't even understand. If you come from any other free state, you have no idea what what a uh, a 10-round magazine is. You've never seen one before because the gun industry had to start making 10-round magazines in order to sell uh, firearms to California. So they weren't made before that. Yeah. So, so John, uh, let me – I want to I, – I, I, I hate to interrupt, but I just want to make sure we get a couple of things in. And I know you have to be real careful – I actually spent a couple of days on this trying to figure out what could and couldn't be said about this thing. But I, I just want to ask yeah. the questions that I know everybody is asking and thinking. So 
Can Californians go buy standard capacity magazines, meaning magazines that hold more than 10 rounds, can they go buy them legally right now? So in the order and what the order concludes with, and I'm I'm quoting this, uh, the judge states that California Penal Code 32310 uh, is hereby declared unconstitutional in its entirety and shall be enjoined. Uh, That's some... Very strong language, uh, and, and what uh, I'll, I'll mimic what uh, Chuck has said, uh, Chuck Michelle has said, is his order appears to go much farther beyond uh, the issue of just possession. And, you know, when you read, you know, unconstitutional in its entirety, uh, you would think that that would uh, eliminate uh, the entirety of Penal Code 32310. Uh, so I think there is a sound legal argument for that. Uh, and uh, the hesitation I have is obviously the state and the DOJ are not happy about this. And, and I believe uh, people are predicting that we're going to hear uh, you know, some sort of DOJ, Department of Justice response. To this order even as early as uh, tomorrow morning so so what is so that's uh, the next that's they're interpreting it okay but if i want to go buy one right now can i go buy one <laughs> uh, these ah, okay are right. there is a sound legal argument that you could there uh, and there are shops but, that are selling but, them yeah way. i was gonna say but is there a shop i'll say this. Are there shops- are shops selling them. There are out-of-state retailers oh, okay. offering you know, right. high capacity magazines for sale into the state uh, there's been nothing from the state uh, as of yet. Uh, my hesitation comes from, uh, obviously, I don't think the DOJ is just going to lay down, uh, you know, not do anything oh, with this no. order. Well, what could they do? They, they interpret it a different way, which there will possibly be another legal battle mm. uh, if that happens. Well, and, and the other thing is very likely the, the state could go and appeal this order and request a stay of the order, which if that happens uh, and if it's granted, then the, Judge Benitez's orders would basically be frozen and it, it wouldn't be uh, law anymore. Uh, and so uh, people need to be aware of when they, if they're buy, if they are buying and selling these things, they need to be aware that these orders can go through at any moment. And if you know a stay is issued on the order, all of that stuff needs to stop immediately if it's going on. Uh, so, so people need to be careful. It'd probably yep. be best to to wait and see. Okay, so if if that happens, if they decide, like how, basically how quickly could that happen? How quickly could the attorney general go to a court and get a stay uh, uh, placed on uh, Judge Benitez's orders? Could that, is that something that could happen at 9 a.m. on Monday, or is that something that typically takes a week, or what are we looking at? Oh, I, oh, I believe the, the courts are closed uh, tomorrow. And now, um, so, you know, might get something first thing Tuesday morning even. Uh, I, I'm sure the the, uh, the lawyers at the DOJ, uh, they're very aware of this order. They've probably seen it, and they've probably been reviewing it all weekend, just like every other person has uh, this whole weekend. Um, and the judge so they, is they, in they, jail they, as we uh, speak, for, right? The judge is in jail as we speak. <laughs> no, the judge is not in risk of anything. 
In fact, he, he just got a, a lot of people that are now uh, big fans of him in the state of California All and right. uh, everywhere else. All but, right. yes, I'll just say it. It, it, it. The words and the language this judge uses in its very detailed order seem to make the entirety of the, the appeal code section unconstitutional. So cool. there is that. People see what the DOJ says and, you know, it might be a best from a liability standpoint to see how the DOJ is going to react. Right. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. We should have a viewing party. Yeah. All right. Hey, John, Thanks, John, thank you very much, folks. If you need John Dillon in any way, shape, or form, all you got to do is go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. You can ask any question you like. He'll be more than happy to help you out because he is truly here for you. John, thanks a lot. Have fun. We'll talk to you next week. All right, All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He's Mike. And this is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey. Hey, folks. Have you been dragging your feet about getting your AR California legal? Well, I'll tell you what. You need to go hook up with Cali Key because they can, they've got a part for your AR that will get you totally compliant and avoid all those future AR laws that are coming down the pipe. That's Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Okay, this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego. We got Casey on the line. He's at 7853 Balboa Avenue working his fingers to the bone, 10 to 10, seven days a week, never gets a day off, loves everything he does. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. You can find out all the great benefits and everything they sell they've got a gunsmith there it's a one-stop shop and if you're lucky you might meet casey how you doing bud pretty good how are you guys doing yeah you know living the dream and yeah, pretty exciting couple of days for gun owners in california isn't it <laughs> yeah i remember waking up and seeing that the news bulletin and i was like oh uh dreaming still you know i thought i was still partially asleep but no it's you know we're exciting, but here at the gun range, we're, we're still waiting. We're not selling magazines yet. We have our order ready to go. We're just going to wait a couple days and see exactly what comes out of it when you know Tuesday rolls around. Um, just because we know how the Cal- we know how California is, we know how the DOJ is. They are some vindictive people. Mm-hmm. And once this went through, you know, the last thing we want to do is you know, order six hundred mags, and then they're like, "Nope, we're appealing this. It's on throws, and we're sitting here on six hundred mags that right. you know." can't really do anything with so we're holding off for the moment and then you know once it goes through and everything's settled and it's cut into stone then we'll be going to it and it's going to be if it stays like this it is going to be a game changer isn't it isn't it funny the doj you would think would support the public but yet <laughs> they're against the public you would you, you would think but you know california is a whole different beast isn't that it's amazing fun, you know, we yeah, we get a lot of people from, you know, a lot of military folks from other states and stuff, and they get 
poor souls get stationed out here and they're like, oh, can I bring my gun in? I'm like, uh, no, because it's this, this, and that. They're like, yeah. oh, that's stupid. I'm like, yeah. Uh, so let me try and explain the law to you and I'll try and explain it to them. They're like, that's even stupider. I'm like, yep, yeah, welcome to California. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's totally fun. But now, you know, we're keeping busy here. We actually, uh, we just replaced our entire fleet of rental guns. So Saturday and Sunday we sold, I think it was like 60-something firearms and they went... We had a Benelli M4 went for eight hundred bucks. Caltech KSG for four fifty. We sold everything. What? Oh, now Mikey's all yeah. upset. You didn't call him ahead of time. Do you <laughs> yeah, auction? Had, do you auction to, him off? No, do you guys I auction him off, or do you I put prices? Last on? week, yeah, no, we put prices on them. We okay. put prices on them, put them on the sales side, and they were. It was madness, and I, I didn't come in and get any. I had a couple of days off, so I was enjoying it, but then. I come in and I'm just fixing, you know, going through all the paperwork again. I'm like, oh man, I'm kind of glad I wasn't here because you have like two or three sale guys with you know 60 people lined up trying to buy these guns. It is chaos, but we got it done. Well, that's awesome, man. So when you sell the next fleet tomorrow? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? No, we actually so we got rid of a bunch of those ones. We have a bunch of new guns coming in. We got some HKs. Uh, a couple new SNs. We're just getting a bunch of new guns for people to check out, which is always fun. You know, we got a Got a couple new rifles up there. We're doing some retro builds, so we have a good old M16A2 up there. Uh, we're going to do an A1. We're just doing all sorts of fun stuff here. Wow. Revamping the whole range side, which is great. Have you seen that Midway is selling? Th- that seems to be uh, uh, kind of a thing right now as they're going back to yeah. – There's a couple of they're, – they're selling like the old like triangular hand guards, mm-hmm. you know, like the Vietnam Midway, era. Yeah. Midway, Brownells are doing them. They call them their, their – Or Brownells. Series. Yeah. 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 And I love it. I love it. I love the retro ones. We're going to do an M16 and one. They're just iconic guns. You see it, you're like, I want to shoot that. You know, does it have iron sights on it playing? Yeah, but it's just one of those iconic firearms that we're doing. So we're looking at those. We've got a couple new AKs coming out, a couple new uh, 9mm sub guns. So it's keeping, it's keeping pretty busy, you know. But, yeah, doing those retro builds, I love them. I'm going to do one soon just because you know, it's just fun. I think I'm going to do a Black Hawk Down version. Yeah. <laughs> So are you going to have anything like an April Fool's Day uh, special tomorrow? <laughs> uh, not necessarily for that one. You know, I don't want to miss it. Yeah, that'd be a great April Fool's. Hey, we're selling mags. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting a mag. Uh, oh, God. That'd be terrible if this whole thing was an April Fool's Day ruse. <laughs> I know. I know. By the way, Mike. It's Caesar, it's Caesar Chavez Day tomorrow. Oh, that's what they're called? Oh, okay. Well, because John Dillon said that all the courts are closed tomorrow. And I thought, geez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought, okay, so they shut all the courts down because of April Fool's Day? That that works. Look at that. But he says. Any excuse for them not to work, you know? Oh, yeah. They need their days off. It's tough being in the government. Ain't that true. Yeah, you know, it's 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 going to be interesting how these next few days are going to unfold. But, you know, so, so we're, we're sitting here crossing our fingers. Before we get off the subject of the retro stuff, the builds that you guys are going to do, are, are there. Who's. who's Where are you getting the um, the handle? You know the the receivers with the with the handle built in, or are you guys just doing the rail with the one? Uh, we, so on the on the A two we just did, we did the the flat top with the rail because we're doing that one, and then we're going to turn it into an M sixteen A four build when we want to change it up. So that M sixteen is going to be you know pretty much A two to A four, and then we're going to do an A one build which will have the fixed receiver on the fixed carry handle. Yeah, 
yeah, we're going to get fun with it. You know, we have enough low receivers laying around here that we're just going to start piecing stuff together. And, um, we've been going through Brownells, but our big distributor, we go through Aero Precision. They're, they make some excellent quality ARs. So those are the guys that we go to. That's where we got our A2 uppers from Aero Precision. They just they did a darn good job on it. Yeah, you know, it was about six, seven years ago, my, my mom, who at the time was, was 71 or something like that, she wanted an, an AR. But, yeah. Really? Yeah, she wanted AR. And and my dad was like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And he wanted, like, the retro look because, you know, he, that, that's mm-hmm. his era. He remembered most of his uh, adult life. That's what an AR looked like. And I, you know, kind of looked around. I couldn't – this is six, seven years ago. I couldn't find a receiver that had the built-in carry handle anymore. Yeah. They were all flat tops. So yep. I guess they're – I guess they're some, – somebody's doing some kind of special run, I guess, just kind of for the retro uh, – uh, part yep, of it. That's, that's kind of what they're doing. You can find them, but yeah, you know, you're thinking like the past five to, yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, 10 years, a lot of it was a flat top because yeah. everything went to flat top so you can do optics, you know. Right. 10, 15 years ago, it was all either, you know, fixed, fixed sights on it, iron sights. We really didn't have a selection of optics. You know, looking back to OIF and, you know, the Iraq war and Afghan, what they did is they had M16A2s with fixed carry handles and they'd mount the red dots on top or kind of on the forward rail. They made do. And then they're like, you know what, chop those hand guards off and let's just put a rail on there. And so mm-hmm. that's what I had in the Marine Corps. You know, I had the carry handle. I carried it with me just in case my optic went down. Me personally, I love iron sights. That's what I trained on. I am deadly accurate with my iron sights. But again, ease of use with red dots and optics are just also fun. But well, I remember they had, fun. you know, we have a, they have that like slanted mount, you know. You know, there's that one hole in the carry handle, mm-hmm. the built-in carry handle. Yep. There's that one hole, and I, somebody was making like a, kind of a because the problem is it's got that that slant on the on the carry handle. Yep. Somebody was making something that attached to that and leveled it out. Yeah, but, they but made it was basically a little rail mount that went in there, it kind of filled that void. Yeah, and you can you, actually, I think you can because I think the 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 special ops guys. In the helicopter, we're using like an aim point on there. Mm-hmm. On well, I don't know. I'd have to kind of go back and look. Somebody was yeah. using well, a red dot. They use a lot of they use aim points, red dots, short dots. Aim point when they first came out, I can't remember the exact model of it, but it was a longer tube, so it looks like you know your short dot kind of optic. Mm-hmm. But it was a red dot because that's how the technology was. And then everything started getting smaller. And aim point was one of the original ones that started that. You know. And then, you know, the Aimpoint models, Comp 1s, Comp 2s, and whatnot. So yeah, in, that's in, where you'll see a lot of them. And you were in the Marine Corps, right? I was. Okay, so what, do you mind, when did you when did you go in? I was in to 2010 to 2014. And so I was using, I had, in boot camp, I trained with Iron Sights. And then after that, a few years, they went over to the RCLs, or ACOGs, is what everybody else calls them. And so that's what I had on mine for a while, was an ACOG and uh I liked it. You know, it was it was a decent object. There was other ones out there, but in the Marine Corps, you know, we kind of got everybody's hand-me-downs. So it was, you know, it was, we did what, what we could. But now the Marine Corps got revamped, so now they got, they're all getting the IARs and the um, Bob 38. They're getting awesome, great guns in there. And I'm just sitting back here like, man, I wish I had those when I was in. So if you're doing the retro build and someone out there is listening mm-hmm. and they're going, man, that'd be cool. I want a, I want a you know, Vietnam-era-looking you know, AR. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean that you guys are doing the retro build? Are you, are you could actually, are you, people are going to be able to walk in and it's hanging on the wall or is that custom order? Yeah. How does that work? No, no. It, it, so the retro build, you can actually buy the uppers complete. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. You can just go, you can go on Brownells, you can go on Aero Precision and you just look up their retro build lines and you'll literally find M16A1 complete upper. You slap it on your lower and boom, 
Well, you, know, well, you, you can help them, though, right? Yeah, but you can help yeah, people oh, do absolutely. that. Yeah. What, what kind absolutely, of money we yeah. talk? What kind of money we talking about? Those uppers complete. I think they're going for like four seventy-five to five hundred around com- there. And a complete retro yeah, AR. Complete, complete upper. Yep. As long as you have your lower, you're good. You just slap it on and go. Well, what if you don't and have a lower? Well, then you have to buy one from us. And what we is have that? Some kind- really nice lowers in here. And what kind of money is that? Uh, those go from ninety-nine to one twenty-nine for air precisions. We have a couple spikes. Um, spike tacticals. They have a lot of cool lowers that have a bunch of different engravings. So I have one in here that has a unicorn on it. It's uh, interesting. <laughs> Mike wants that. <laughs> is it pink? It's very interesting. Is it pink? No, this one is black, but you can get them with the unicorn highlighted in different colors, and it has like a little rainbow behind it. See, Dave, it's a black unicorn. It's a manly unicorn. I like that, yeah. man. What are you laughing at? So, so what is a complete retro AR run? You know, already fixed, ready to go for people that don't like working or cleaning them. Um, you look at so lower with lower parts kit about two fifty three hundred upper. So you're looking about anywhere from six fifty to seven hundred, depending on wow. who you're finding it through and whatnot. So it's not the worst, you know. It, no, it's that's a great deal. AR. I thought I was yeah. thinking fifteen myself, but that was no, 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 no absolutely not. No, no, fifteen. You're going to like a Daniel Defense and LWRC. I have an LWRC because well, of you know, course you. I'm, do. I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci like that. Of course you are, <laughs> Gucci. All right, Mister Gucci. I, go. I know there's <laughs> some Lance Pelkey guns you need to go clean, so we're gonna let you take yeah, I off. Know. I got them back there. I know you do, and we'll be talking to you next week. Stay safe, and folks, go down and check out the new guns that are at Gun Sports Radio in their shooting library. You will be forever thrilled. Thanks, bud. Talk to you down the road. No problem, guys. How are we doing? All right, we're going to take a quick break. We've got the kid coming up next, Sam the Gunman. He's not coming up? He may. We actually have a really special interview coming up. You guys, uh, CCW fans, are not going to want to miss this. Well, I got two people sitting on the line, so it may be him. Yep. Right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. Michael Schwartz in the house. And Lance Pelkey is on the road. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, do you or your family have a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other personal protection? Well, guess what? You need protection. Where are you going to get it? For $10 a month. Less than $10 a month. Well, firearms legal protection is where you need to be. 844-357-9400 or firearmslegal.com. They'll take care of all of your legal issues, whether it's bail, lawyer fees, you name it. They got it. They'll take care of you. Go to firearmslegal.com. Make sure you mention you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. They will appreciate it. All righty, we've got a special guest on the line. Who we, we got there, Mike? So on last Thursday, we had our uh, we had a, a little spring barbecue at Scott Vincent's house. Scott's one of our board members. He also owns the Colwell Banker down in uh, Bonita. Great guy, founding board member, fantastic guy. And one of our members, Marco, came up to me and he said, "Hey, uh, you, uh, I want you to." Know. I, I said, "Oh, well, you know, we've been playing phone tag, and I apologize for that." He goes, "That's no, okay." He said, "I wanted to call you. You saved my life." Really? And he told me the story, and I said, "All right, we gotta, we gotta, gotta get him on air. We gotta get him on air. We gotta tell the story." Marco, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, man? Hello. 
I'm doing great. Awesome. <laughs> thank you for calling in. Uh, thank you for your support. He, Marco is an extremely active member of San Diego County Gun Owners. And uh, but it was about a year ago you went through the CCW process. Uh oh, yeah. Towards the end of the year, it'll be a year, yeah, about okay. half a year now. But okay, six eight months something like that. And it was a little bumpy, right? I mean, when 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 you were going through. <laughs> yes, it was. They said I was too young, to be honest. Yeah, so uh, they actually said, "Ah, oh, you're too young." How old are you, Mark? How old are you? I'm 22 years old. Ah, so. uh, yeah, but you can go to war, <laughs> but you can't have a CCW, <laughs> right? So we exactly we actually I had to actually I escalated that and uh, uh, you got your the rest of the process was not bumpy and they they aren't doing that um, but you did get uh, some uh, odd information but we got you through the process and you got your CCW right yeah that is correct and so you came up to me on Thursday and said oh you know you told me a story so tell me what you uh, uh, tell us a story tell us the story that's what I'm trying to say. All right, cool. Uh, so basically, this was about a few weeks ago. Um, I was minding my own business, uh, trying to start a business. Uh, I was selling waters and sodas uh, at H Street in Chula Vista. And uh, this homeless guy comes up to me, and he's like, I'm going to get a bunch of my friends, and we're going to come, and we're going to kill you. And I thought nothing of it. You know, I was like, all right, he's probably drugged out of his mind. Wow. He's up to no good, whatever. And he just kept walking away. Um, probably like 10, 15 minutes later, one of his buddies comes I'm assuming it was one of his buddies, but he walks towards me and he keeps walking towards me, like kind of like mean mugging me as he's walking towards me. He reaches his hand in his pocket, gets closer and closer, then pulls something out. And by this time, I'm kind of reaching for my firearm. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, and then he uh, he had something behind him. He like whatever he was trying to stab me with, he had it behind him. He lunged at me, and when he did so, I stepped back, drew my firearm, and, uh, yeah, then I got arrested after that. <laughs> yeah, but I bet he pooped his pants first. What do you want to bet? Oh, man, no. So he, he's, he like, his facial expression, he, like, turned white. Like, he just paled like a ghost. Started walking backwards. He still had whatever it was in his hand. I still don't know what it was. I didn't even see it. And he just started walking backwards, kept walking away. And then after that whole ordeal, he kind of just disappeared. And uh, luckily, there was a off-duty law enforcement officer who saw the whole thing, explained it to the cops when the cops showed up, um, and they just let me go. Who who called the cops? Uh, the off-duty law enforcement officer. So he saw he just happened to be hanging out, and he saw the whole thing. Wow! Right, yep, he saw the whole thing, and then he's like, "Hey, go over there, stay away from the firearm." And, he, and I was like, "All right, yep, whatever you say." I'll yeah, whatever you, know? you say. Yeah. So Chula Vista <laughs> PD showed up, and what exactly did they do? What did they say, and what did they do? So they just uh, showed up. Uh, first thing they did was put me in handcuffs and throw me in the back of the car. Um, and then they got the guy's story and the, the off-duty law enforcement officer. And then they came over to me, and I broke the number one rule, which is don't talk to the cops. Yeah. <laughs> I was so nervous, you know. And I was like, okay, this is what happened. This guy came at me, he lunged at me, and I threw my firearm. And they're like, oh, dang, really? And then they kind of just had me explain <laughs> it. Um, and, yeah, and then they're like, okay, well, it's, it seems pretty uh, self-defense, and the off-duty officer's story matches yours. Uh, so we're just going to wait for the supervisor. He's going to come out here. He's going to let you go. So the off, and this whole time I'm still in handcuffs. The off-duty cop, he saw the whole thing, and his story uh, corroborated everything that you said happened. How, yeah, was the other guy still there? The guy that lunged at you with whatever he was, you know, he was still there. They they found him. Nope, he was gone. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. He just the second I drew my firearm, he made like a ghost and disappeared. Yeah, I would too. So, yeah, <laughs> so he just like, oh, yeah, bye. But it was funny because. Uh, 
when he was walking towards me, I could kind of hear him mumbling, and it kind of said, like, oh, you think you're all tough and all that, man. And he comes at me, lunges at me with a knife. And then I'm like, all okay, right. he's there. what are you doing? Brought a knife yeah. to a gunfight's what he did. What happened? I said he brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, that's literally exactly what he did right there. <laughs> how did that make you feel, Marco? How did, when, oh, man. How, what, was, what were you feeling inside when this guy lunged at you or after you realized what happened? How did that make you feel? It was pretty scary, man. Really scary. Uh, I didn't even know. It's just like I stopped thinking, and it just all came naturally. I, like, drew my firearm, and I said, get away, like, back away. Right. Um, don't get near me. Um, but I'm just glad that I, you know, go through the proper steps, and I, like, train, like, as much oh, as I can, and yeah. I just practice drawing and dry firing and everything else. So it's like I was prepared for the worst. Wow. And it's just unfortunate that the worst almost happened, you know? Well, the good thing in it, everybody down in, in that area, now they know you are packing, so they're going to stay a little away from you and leave you alone. All right. No, hopefully, man. Yeah. I don't know, because some people still, they, yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough when this whole debate with the gun grabbers and the folks that are, you know, pro-self-protection uh, is that there have been a number of studies, and in, and including you know FBI uh, compiles numbers. John Lott is an economist; he compiles numbers. The uh, Florida State University they mm-hmm. compile numbers, and depending on how you define it, um, there are tens of thousands and even hundreds of thousands of times per year in America where somebody uses a gun to defend themselves, and and very few. It, depending again, depending on how you define it. You know, it's as many as 2 million. It's as little as about 100,000. Right. Um, but most of the time, they don't actually pull the trigger. They did exactly what Marco exactly. did. Where they pull, it, the, yeah. pull, they pull the gun because they're afraid for their life. Right. And then the threat stops. And then they're, and they don't have and to. And they stop. Well, I don't know if you heard uh, in El Cajon, uh, this guy, this yeah. thug, yeah. was breaking into this guy's car. Yeah. And an off-duty security guard got involved. The owner came out. They got into an altercation. He shot the guy. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to get off. I'm sure he's going to get off. Yeah, yeah, I did. Re- yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see all the details. Yeah, I'm interested to see all the details, too. Well, dude, we're so glad you did fine and you made it. And we appreciate all your support with San Diego County Gun Owners. You're the man. Yeah, no, Mike, you left up uh, the best part, 10-ring member. That's right. 10-ring member. That's even better. He is uh, by far our youngest 10-ring member. And uh, you give him two. Extremely dedicated, man. Marco, I really appreciate you. I'm so glad you're safe. I'm yeah. so glad you're able to defend yourself. And keep, oh, tell- and keep telling that story, my man. Keep telling that story. Yeah. I do, I do. I just thank Mike because, to be honest, if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have been possible to get a CCW in the first place. Well, there's that, too. and there's a, Yeah, so heaven forbid if something would have happened the other way around. Well, good luck, and thank you very much, and, and I'm, I'll see you at the gun prom, right? And, and every weekend you're out there selling uh, tacos, right, on H Street? Oh, no, no, no. So, um, <laughs> so now I started my business. It expanded from waters and sodas to uh, tacos, and I do this back home uh, right out of my backyard. Okay. Uh, so it's over here in... Uh, the cross streets are Ocean View and uh, 30th Street. There's a parking lot, and then you can see my house, and I have a sign that says tacos and everything. If y'all ever want to just come out and get some tacos, I'm right here. I'm going to be there next week. Homemade tacos? What kind? Carnitas? Uh, they're uh, carne asada, <gasps> uh, chicken, and uh, adobada. Uh, now I'm hungry. I know. Let's go, man. We Let's gotta, do it. You and I got to <laughs> we we gotta gotta do it. Road, road trip. Yeah, so, <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. story, a little bit off topic from the guns. That I started this business, taco business, just by selling waters and sodas, kind of like what I was, I was doing when this whole ordeal happened. 
Wow. Good job, Marco. Good job, man. It. We appreciate it. Yeah. All right, man. Take care. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. All right. Our pleasure. Well, we didn't have room for the for the, the gun guy. Yeah, for, for Stump My Nephew. But we will next week. We'll catch him next weekend, but I'm sure he enjoyed listening to the show. I hope he did. Folks, yeah, he's still on the line. Hey, folks, we really, really want to thank our sponsors, the San Diego County Gun Owners, the Gun Range San Diego, uh, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, Firearms Legal, Cali Key, and, of course, we want to thank Hannah, our board op. Without her, we would be totally in the dark. So you all stay safe. Get your CCW. Don't let anybody take advantage of you. You deserve your Second Amendment rights. We're out of here. Back next week. Be safe. Rubber side down. Shiny side up. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.